Let's talk business today because I know a lot of you mamas are shifting or changing or growing into a business. You're thinking, how can I make some money at home? How can I be my own entrepreneur and make some money for my family? But you might be in a point where either you're not even growing your business, maybe you came to a standstill, maybe you feel like, I don't know if this is going to work, and you're trying to figure out why isn't my business taking off? Well, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how you, yes, we're talking to ourselves, how just being your own worst critic can actually be holding you back from growing your business. And a lot of this is from experience. So I'm going to tell you some signs that you may be having on how you are your worst critic, how it's holding you back from your business, and how you can like get that out of the way so you can be successful with your entrepreneur journey. And yes, you can definitely utilize this for your kids too. Like I said, anything I talk, mom business it applies to kid entrepreneurship too. So definitely have your kiddo come sit here with you and listen to it too. In the meantime, if you haven't done it already, subscribe to this podcast. If you want to hear more about mom entrepreneurship, kid entrepreneurship, homeschooling, because you know, I love me some good homeschool topics, but also I'm a mom of five and mama hacks is one of my jams. So if you are interested in any of those topics, come here, listen in, get all that you can from it, all the value you need to help you have either a successful business, a homeschool, or just an easier mama life. All right, my friends, let's tune in to this episode. Aloha, mamas. You've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha friends, welcome to another episode. Today we are talking all about entrepreneurship and business because if you are at a point in your life where either you're trying to start a business, you're trying to grow your business, or maybe your business is at a standstill and you're trying to figure out what is going on. Is it social media? Is it me not doing too much marketing? Is it that everybody's just not spending their money? Whatever it may be that is going through your head. Have you ever thought, that it may be you because maybe that's the last place you'll look. But I can tell you from experiencing my own journey, if you are your own worst critic, you are probably holding yourself back from growing your business. Now, (laughs) we're gonna talk some signs of how you may be your own worst critic and definitely how you can move forward from this because I am a very great like creative thinker but I do have this analytical side of me I think they call it like Enneagram 8 or something like that is that correct I'm not sure (laughs) whatever it may be all I'm saying is if you have a part of you in your head 
that is always trying to think of the next step, trying to like figure things out, trying to move forward. And I got to say, that's probably in most mamas out there because you're trying to like be ahead of the game so that you can keep everything on track in your life, in your family, in your business, whatever it is, right? Well, one thing I realized was when I was growing my first business as a financial instructor. So this is while I was still a registered nurse. I was growing this business. It actually was not growing at all for many different reasons. <laughs> One was because I was treating it like a hobby and that is a totally different topic. But yep, you treat it like a hobby. It will pay you like a hobby. That is so true. But the other reason was I was my own worst critic. I was telling myself, like, bye, you don't have enough time. Plus, I was a registered nurse working night shift. I was like, when are you going to be teaching classes? When are you going to be able to help other people? You barely can help yourself. You hardly have time to do anything. At that point, I think I had like two kids. I started with one. Yep, I was pregnant with the second. And I kept telling myself all these things of, you know, how I couldn't do a business. I remember that very clearly. So I just signed up to be an instructor just because I wanted to learn more. So I kept telling myself, I just want to learn more. I want to, you know, be more educated in this and and be able to apply it in different ways because I knew that much. Like I knew the more you learned, the more you can do more with it. But what I didn't realize is the more you not only learn, but to teach it to others and help others with it, that's where you can learn even faster. Well, it took me about a year and a half as a sideline entrepreneur (laughs) to really jump into that first business. But a lot of it was me just telling myself really bad things. So when I say bad things, it's not like I was criticizing myself to the point. It was just little things that I would say out loud, like, man, you're so dumb, Kavai. Like, why didn't you blah, blah, blah. Or it's going to be like, you do something and you say, oh, so stupid. If you talk to yourself, mumble to yourself under your breath like that, you are being critical to yourself. I've heard people say it many times now because I hear it with other people now because I used to do it myself where you're like, I'm such an idiot. I should have known how to do it. And that is the talk. That is just like the beginnings of, I guess, how to recognize you're being your worst critic. And it doesn't have to go around business. It's just anything around life. Like if you talk to yourself about being like a bad mom, if you talk about yourself about being a horrible wife, whatever negative connotation you have related to you, (laughs) you are creating this image that you are not good enough in your own head, even if you don't mean to do it. You don't mean to call yourself stupid. You don't mean to tell yourself all these negative things, but unconsciously, your brain is keeping score. And especially if you're trying to grow a business. Now, like that is not even good in general for your own mental health, but I'm talking about growing your business specifically. If you're telling yourself all these things negative, like all these negative things, all these things negatively. <laughs> I can't even talk. Anyways, if you are telling yourself all of these things, especially around your business, now you're building this almost low self-esteem business culture in yourself. I know we don't think of it that way. You're like, I'm, I'm just trying to figure it out. 
but I'm stupid. Like, I, I should have known better. I should have blah, blah, blah. I am such a dummy. Like, whatever you say to yourself, you're actually building a low self-esteem in your business, like, unconsciously. So, if you build a low self-esteem in your business, how how will success stem from that, right? Probably not very good. <laughs> So I remember from that first business that I was growing, nothing really happened for a year and a half. And the more I saw nothing happened, the more I just kept talking back to myself until I switched it in my head. I started to be more aware of what I was saying to myself. I started saying other things that was bringing life into my business, bringing life into myself. So that is a first example of how you are being your worst critic. How do you talk to yourself, especially just in general and around your business, whatever it is, marketing, social media, wherever you are trying to sell something, talk to someone about it. How are you speaking to you? And it doesn't even have to be out loud, like in your own head. So one way you can start to flip that is start, obviously start talking positive to yourself, more greatness into yourself. If that is hard, write it down. You can find some great affirmations anywhere you want. You can Google it. Pinterest is a great one to just start pulling like images and just start writing that and say it to yourself. Like wherever it says, I am, I am awesome. I am courageous. I am brave. Whatever it says in that quote that you find, put your name in there. Kavai, you are awesome today. Like say that out loud. Say your name because when your name is said by you and others, like your name holds so much power to yourself. So tell yourself, Kavai, you're going to do amazing in this business. It may be a challenge here and there, but Kavai, you will get through. Like, put your name in it. Don't just be like, I am great. I am brave. Put your name in there. It holds so much more power to building that business self-esteem to something even greater like your confidence will build your business will also continue to start seeing other opportunities am i saying that your business is going to explode all of a sudden and then like everything is going to fall into place maybe but maybe not (laughs) but what will happen is that when you start flipping your mind to be more open and acceptable not acceptable, accepting to more abundance, to more opportunities, you will see it a lot more. Because when your mind is closed by this negative talk, you are now closing your mind and your eyes to opportunities that were probably right in front of you. But since you were not looking, you like shut those windows real quick because you're like, nah, this this is dumb. I'm dumb. I don't know what I'm doing but I'm just gonna figure it out anyways you're already like closing the blinds to what greatness and opportunities is right out there right out of that visual area but when you start flipping your thoughts your minds your minds (laughs) your ideas the way you're talking to yourself you will see more opportunities in things that probably was right there. Maybe you're talking to a friend. Maybe you're talking to a colleague. Maybe you 
kept telling yourself no to going to an event and then you realize, you know what, maybe I'm just going to go to that event and just make the best out of it and then boom, something happens there. Like that's what talking greatness to yourself and stop being your worst critic can do for you and your business. The other thing is, I, I kind of like led into it, is when you start giving power to should have. Now, when I say giving power to should have, I'm talking about whenever you do something, let's say you do something in your business, because we know mistakes happen all the time in a business. Things don't go the way we were supposed to. Maybe it was going great and then it stopped going great. Whatever happened in your business as it is growing, still growing, or maybe it's at a standstill, whatever it is, if you have never said should have, then you probably wasn't growing your business. like, Or maybe you just stopped altogether. But when you give power to that word, should have, I should have done this. I should do that. I should have blah, 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 blah. Now you're almost telling yourself that the opportunity is long gone. And the truth is the opportunity isn't long gone. I remember when I started my second business <laughs> with Isogenics. I remember I told myself, okay, I started. And then I remember hearing that there was other people who started their business too, like two to three weeks prior to me. And I knew about it two to three weeks prior to me. And I remember telling myself, I should have started earlier. I should have blah, blah, blah. And literally for a few days, I just stayed in this almost huffy state of I should have. When I could have <laughs> been taking advantage of those two to three days to pour myself into the business a little quicker. So that's what should have does. Should have takes you out of the game, whether for a few minutes, an hour, a day, whatever it is, it takes you out of the game because now you're stuck in regret versus trying to take advantage of learning from your mistakes. And that wasn't even a mistake, like in its own right. Just learning from that event in itself so one thing you have to understand is you need to believe that there will be another opportunity another opportunity will always be willing to come you just have to be prepared for it next time should-haves usually happen in your mouth in your head in your mind whatever when you believe that nothing's going to come again or it's rarely going to come again or I don't know, probably like that was a once in a lifetime thing. The truth is opportunities will come again. You need to prepare for it. And the way you prepare for it is if that was a mistake, if that was a missed opportunity, whatever happened at that point, look at what you did good there. And then what can you do differently for the next time? You're preparing yourself for the next time. So that's another way you being your own worst critic prevents you from moving forward in your business. If you are over there being so critical on yourself that you should have done this and that, you should have changed this, you should have said that, you should have you know, been more willing to do that, maybe you should have gone to somewhere, whatever it is that you keep telling yourself in should have land, now you're giving power to should have instead of giving power to learning from it, to allowing that uh, mistake or event to being your greatest teacher, you gotta figure out how to stop giving power to something negative. Instead, give power to something that will allow you to learn and grow. So that's the second part of being your worst critic. 
what are you giving power to? Is it the power of should-haves or is it the power of making your mistakes your greatest teachers? Now, what I'm going to end with is what would happen to your business? Like, what are some possibilities that will happen to your business if you continue to be your worst critic? Here are some things. If you didn't realize it yet, I'm just going to lay it out for you, mama, so you can see what damage you are doing to yourself. One, it's going to reduce your efforts in your business, meaning you're not going to want to do your business. You're not going to want to show up. You're going to prioritize other things over doing your business. And then your business definitely won't grow that way if you're not actually even putting any time and effort into it. It's going to also lower your confidence in your business and doing anything in your business. It could even just be like creating stuff to selling stuff to showing up on social media to like make connections and build relationships and all of that. It will lower your confidence if you continue to be your worst critic. And ultimately, it may make you stop doing your business at all. Like you will just stop trying. So that is ways that being your worst critic can hurt you. And I don't want it to continue to do that for yourself and your business. And if you hear the hail in my background, it's been a crazy day of weather. We had snow this morning and yes, it's April and now it's hailing. (laughs) All right, what will I leave you with? Well, we're gonna flip it. What will happen if you flip this and stop being your worst critic? Is it going to happen overnight? No, because you became your worst critic over a lifetime. It's a lot of like self-doubt. Maybe it's trauma. Maybe it's things that people said or, you know, you heard time and time again from it could be a bully. It could be loved ones. It could be friends, whatever it is. It was ingrained in you for way too long. So it's not going to flip and, you know, be done with overnight or in an instant. What it starts with, with many other things, is just being aware. How do you talk to yourself? So I'm going to give you some tips on how you can basically get yourself out of this. First off, if you just hear yourself saying it, that's one. Two, not just hear yourself, like know when you usually say that to yourself. Like, is it usually when you do something like you want to regret or want to say, I should have could have, like, if it's something like that, like know that this is usually a trigger for it. Other ways that can help you is, Ask someone, your spouse, to be like accountability, your kids. Tell them like, if mom says this about herself, I want you to tell me to stop. I want you to tell me like, say this instead. Or I want you to tell me, you know, like, mom, I heard you said this. Because maybe you might not hear it, but other people will hear it a lot more. And if you let them be your accountability partner, that will help you too. Other ways that you can start um, not just being, I want to say, instead of being your worst critic, being your best critic being your best cheerleader for yourself is that you got to change like what you truly believe in. And I'm not saying spiritually or anything. It's like, believe in you. Do you really believe that you can build this business? Because if you continue to put more doubt in your head, then it's only going to go the opposite way. You're like, you're going to be fighting an uphill battle. But instead, believe that There will be another opportunity. Believe that there will be other ways that you can do it. Believe you can shift and change. Believe that there's a way to go around it, to pivot, to do more. Like you gotta continue to believe because you have to have hope in you. Once you lose hope, 
literally like everything else, you're just going to stop doing it. Why even continue? Right? Why continue your business if you're like, I have no hope in it anymore? Okay, this this hell is getting a little crazy. So I'm going to end this <laughs> with the last thing. The last thing is just give yourself grace. It's okay to give yourself permission to change something, to extend something, to pivot something, to say, you know what? Maybe I didn't hit that goal. Maybe I didn't end up where I'm supposed to. Maybe I didn't start my business on this date or didn't start it at all. But I want to celebrate all the little progress I did, whether it's just writing down some goals, whether it's just having a talk with somebody and give yourself permission to change. And then the very next step is just put yourself into action somehow. Whatever that may be, what next step can you do to propel you forward? All right, my friends. Crazy weather in April has led us to the end of this episode. (laughs) And if you are starting this week listening to this podcast, I am so grateful for you. And if you are building a business or at a standstill or working through your business to get to a next level, I pray for you that you are going to find ways to continue to move your business forward because the world definitely needs you. And like always, only you can make your day amazing. So go out and do that. Hey, mama friend. If this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.